0: About living in the moment or creating your own moment. All I ever asked for was the opportunity, and once I got the opportunity, making
1: the most of it. Welcome everyone to the Driving Vision Podcast brought to you by the Ziegler Auto Group. I'm your host, Sam Dark, and here with me, Auto Group Director of Talent Development, Mike Van Ryan. Welcome, Mike. Hey, thanks, Sam. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast, like it if you do, and leave a comment. Ben, hello and welcome. Hey, how you doing? Appreciate having you. It's such an honor to have you here. So it's interesting. This is the podcast, and we're here talking with Ben Wallace in preparation for the Drive for Life charity event. And uh, Ben, it's an absolute honor to have you here. As I did my research, Ben, I realized something. You and I nearly share a birth date. We are the same age, separated by two months. I'm two months younger than you. So 1974 is a good year, right? Absolutely. So hey, Ben, what an extraordinary journey you've had growing up in Alabama in a family of 11, playing in community college, being undrafted, then playing overseas, and then the success. Four-time NBA Defensive Player of the Year, four-time NBA All-Star, more blocks than personal fouls, only player with more steals than turnovers, so on and so forth. What's it like now at this point, at this moment in your career, to be going into the uh, Basketball Hall of Fame?
0: It's a, a surreal moment. You know, like you say, you can talk about the journey that for me... You know, it was about living in the moment or creating your own moment. All I ever asked for was the opportunity and once I got the opportunity making the most of it. So, you know, going into the Hall of Fame is stuff you really can't prepare for, you know, there's no Practice. There's no games or nothing. You basically just get judged by your peers. So to be selected as a Hall of Famer is definitely a
1: great honor, and it's awesome to be at that point where you've achieved that. There was a quote by you, Ben, in an interview you did going into the Hall of Fame. You said, "Was I in love with the journey? Was I in love with the game, or was I in love with the struggle?" And I thought, Ben, that was a beautiful quote. Which is it for you, and why?
0: The journey, you know, led me to the game. The game led me out of the struggle. But I said, in order for me to be successful at the game, I had to be in love with the struggle in order to survive in life. Tell the story that my mom put me on my life journey. You had to be in love with the struggle, you know, in order to succeed. And that was one of the things that she taught me. No matter how difficult life gets, she always told me that her doors was open, that I could always come home. So that made me fall in love with the struggle, knowing that I had, you know, a life support. You know, I had somebody that was back at me and I had somebody that was going to support me, you know, through whatever I... I decided to do so. Being in love with the struggle, me, was the
1: only key to success. That's awesome. You embraced the struggle. And I think a lot of our business leaders can relate to that, right? You talk about your mom as being a motivator. And I also have heard you say, Ben, that your mom wouldn't attend a basketball game until you made the NBA. Tell us about that. I'm fascinated by that.
0: (laughs) I mean, my mom, you know, she always supported me in everything that I did, you know, everything that I wanted to do. She she always encouraged me to do more. She put me on my, you know, my life path. But I know some of the things she wanted for me was different than some of the things that I wanted. But, you know, she never attended any type of sporting event that I participated in until I made it to the NBA. It was one of those things where people would tell us that, Need to come see me that I was pretty good in, you know, high school and college or whatever. She would always say, My brothers, she never attended a game. You know, one of she always said if, if he's that good, see him on TV or something, I was when to make it. She never really about me playing sports. She always wanted to make sure, you know, I was good as a person.
1: And that seemed to motivate you, right? She knew that button to push or how to motivate you. Is that accurate? Absolutely.
0: Well, absolutely. You you know how to motivate me through, you know, in and everything, no matter
1: what I did or
0: or what I wanted to do she always encouraged me. You have to give up. You know, you can do it. Try. Maybe you got to try a little harder, but I think it's possible. She always motivated.
1: So, Ben, you've made a choice. It's interesting. You could do anything after this big night on September 11th after your induction into the Hall of Fame. And your decision is five short days after your induction to travel to Kalamazoo, Michigan and join what will be possibly the largest charity gal in Michigan since COVID, an event in its 40th year that will uh, generate hundreds of thousands of dollars we actually anticipate a record haul supporting American Cancer Society, MRC Industries, Make-A-Wish, and other charities. Talk to us about what went into that decision-making for you and, and what it says. What's that statement?
0: I mean, it speaks on, you know, my character, who I am. I was raised, this is a great event. It's for a great cause. I think it's time to bring a little more awareness to cancer because everybody in our community, family, friends, or whatever, everybody been affected by this disease. And I think it's important to for me to use my platform to bring awareness to, to let people know that it's time to go to war and go to battle against this disease because it has affected each and every last one of us. Our families, you know, we all know somebody or we all close to somebody that affected by counseling. It's time to fight
1: disease. That's beautiful. That's absolutely true. And on behalf of everyone who will be with you that night, we all say thank you. And we know that your affiliation with this event is going to have a huge impact. One of the other things that really connected with us is your view and vision of teamwork. So the year you won the 2004 NBA Finals, I was a much younger kid watching. And my team, the place I lived in that moment, happened to be Utah. And we were pretty critical of one of our players, our star players, who decided to go join the Lakers because he was bought (laughs) by them, right? And they proved, the Lakers proved in that year that you cannot buy an NBA final. You cannot buy an NBA championship. Give us your thoughts on the series of games which you won in five and that idea behind it being about teamwork and you can't buy a championship. Yeah, I mean,
0: you know, that was a great season for us from start to end. We went through the ups and downs and the struggles of the season. You know, we had good runs. We had bad runs. And um, to make it to the final, like you said, you can't buy a Championship. You can put all the best players in the world together on one team and if the chemistry that is not there, it won't work. Sometimes you get lucky and you put together a team full of stars and the chemistry works. And it works out for you, but the chemistry don't work. You're not gonna win a championship. So you know, I thought we did it the right way. We went through the struggles. We went through the get eliminated and Eastern Conference Finals a couple years in a row, but we kept the team together and we stayed together. And like I said, we went through that struggle together. So once we came out of it, I just feel like that team couldn't be beaten. You know, definitely one of the best team ever assembled as far as the way we played the game and the way we jailed together the type of chemistry that, that we had. So I say chemistry on that team and that brotherhood on that team wider any chemistry or any brotherhood of any sort that I've been ever been a part of. With those guys, with be, you know, by my size and the way we played, it, it was just going to be hard for any team to beat us. As a lesson in leadership,
1: like, how do you duplicate that in a business or in relationship? How do you duplicate that sense of camaraderie and teamwork among a team? Um, I mean, it's
0: tough. It's tough because all the elements were there for that team. At one point in time, we was all giving up on it in our career. All my life, I've been told that I couldn't. That I was too small. or I, I can't do this well enough. I can't do that well enough. Chelsea came into the league when Hummel began and it's and traded from Washington to Detroit. You know, Tayshaun coming in and basically having to set the entire first year. You know, a humbling experience. Then to acquire uh, Rashid, you know, was traded from Washington when I was coming into Washington. So then to be traded from Portland then to be traded again from Atlanta within all that within less than 30 days. Yeah. Very humbling experience. And to all land in the same spot at the same time. You know, like I said, the chemistry was there you know, we were all out to prove a point. Yeah, and I think, you know, by the end of that season, we definitely proved our point to the world.
1: Yeah, and, and one of my favorite quotes, you said, it's your commitment to win rather than compete. You said, I never felt the pressure of scoring or not scoring. My only pressure that year was to win. And <laughs> that was the only number that mattered to me. Tell us about that thought, because that's selfless.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, a lot of people talk about the numbers and go on and output and, and plus minus and, and all of that. You know, none of that stuff really ever mattered to me. The only thing that mattered to me was winning. You land in certain spots where coaches just want to coach, players just want to play, scores want to score, rebound, want to rebound, just want to rebound, and none of that means anything to me unless you win it. Winning is the only thing that's important at the end of the night for me because what I'm based on, my game is not designed to look pretty. No, my game is designed mm. to go out and
1: get win. It's awesome. You're not there to just compete. You are there to win. That is beautiful. So every great team has a great leader. You acknowledge your mom as being your family leader, motivated. She brought you to the point where you are today. Another leader that you've acknowledged in your life is Coach Larry Brown. Talk to us a little bit about him, particularly the quote where you said practices were 10 times harder than the game. And I think that's not the case all the way across the NBA.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, Larry Brown came in and and he fit the mold. He just fit the mold. He came in right away and he inserted himself within the circle, you know, as a team that, went to the Eastern Conference Finals, any coach that, that comes in, another coach leave that type of success, he's going to be tested, going to be looked upon like, like, yo, we really don't need you to, to help us get to this spot or that spot. You know, we just need to know that you can be consistent. But, you know, Larry Brown came in. It wasn't that, that we didn't need him to get us back to the Eastern Conference Finals. You mm-hmm. so know, it was the fact that you know, we needed that type presence within the locker room, within the organization period. And he came in and he inserted himself into the circle, you know, he wasn't to sit around and try to figure everybody out he came in and he, he basically posed his will on the team and for that you know he felt a game I respect because we was a defensive minded team you know that was all about team and we was locked into our ways but when he came in and did the mold and, and it was already a pretty good team he determined and decided he wanted us to be great so he took us to the next level appreciate him for that because you know he didn't just come in and just hold him in the role he came in and restructured the whole team and made it work for him
1: so in your post play life has he Impacted the type of person you are and the way that you seek to engage and have an influence and impact in the world?
0: I would say that he was definitely the t- type of person that I didn't mind playing for as far as impacting the, the way that I, I approach everyday life. I think my mom did her job, did a great job of making me you know, a, a solid, you know, human being. to the way I approach everyday life, the way I am in society, to give that credit to my mom for impacting my life. I just figured I, was, I took my life journey, it wasn't really there for anybody to change me or impact me. It was, I was basically there for you not to mess it up.
1: Is your mom still with us to meet? What a great person to meet her one day. Yes? No, actually, She's not. you know, my mom, my mom passed in, in 2003. Uh, condolences. Yeah, we oh, really? What did that mean to you? How did that play into that win? I didn't know that. I apologize. I mean, it was
0: tough. I buried my mom the day before I played my first NBA All-Star game. Then the next, the following, we won the you know, NBA championship. So, tough time, man. It was tough.
1: Did that have you some know? special meaning to you, winning that championship after her passing? And was there a connection with her somehow in that game win?
0: Yeah, I think that whole was just a different moment. One of those, a real year. I don't necessarily think I had, my best individual year that year. I think I definitely had my best team moment. Our team concept was what really stands out to me in that year. You know, I, I think you know uh, maybe a couple years uh, or Friday, I might have had my best years as far as numbers and stats. But that year, it was just all about the team. We just wanted their things as a team, and, and it was you know just tough to beat. So that year was special, especially after losing my mom.
1: We appreciate hearing just a little bit about your life story, man. It has just been a bucket list item to be able to talk with you here today ben thank you for, for being here with us any final comments ben wallace no thanks for having me man. i appreciate it good luck and congratulations thank you